All right. Welcome back to another episode. So with these episodes, with these podcasts, my goal is to bring to you resources and interesting people that I come across as I'm out there setting up collaborations and facilitating first dates in business. That's what I do. As I'm out there doing that, I come across interesting people with amazing stories. And what I used to do, I used to get on the phone with these people just out of curiosity about them and their background. And I've often wished I hit record. And so now what I'm doing is when I see somebody who's doing something interesting or catches my eye, I don't talk to them anymore. What I do now is invite them to be interviewed. And Ronalda is somebody who caught my eye. Ronalda, she is a professor and is a founder of Senior Consultant at RTC Legal Consulting, LLC. She has over 20 years of nursing experience and teaches healthcare law at a local HBCU. In her spare time, Professor Carter provides workshops and mentoring programs for aspiring legal nurse consultants. And if you're interested in contacting Professor Carter, she can be reached on LinkedIn and we'll have her links and such located in the show notes. So thank you so much for joining us, Professor Carter. Good morning, Amelia. Thank you so much for having me. So there's always a story about how somebody got to where they are today. Something made them shift. They had an enough is enough point. What was your enough is enough point? What made you decide to get into legal nurse consulting? So being an entrepreneur had always been the plan. It just was finding what I was going to be the owner of. So around 20 years old, a friend of mine invited me to work at a nursing home with her. And I started in healthcare at that time. While working in the nursing home, I saw an opportunity for advancement. So I worked hard and I went to school. And actually, after receiving a master's degree in nursing administration, I knew it was time to put my entrepreneurial skills and experience to good use. So I started RTC, Legal Nurse Consulting. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about that. Like, okay, so there's lots of people who work in care facilities. There's lots of people who work in, who go get higher degrees. Did you grow up around entrepreneurs? Like, did you see something on the job? Of course, without giving details that made you say, hey, I need to, or did you just wake up one day and say, hey, I need to be a legal nurse consultant. Tell me a little bit more about that. No. So like I said, I started out in a nursing home and I actually started as a certified nurse assistant and worked my way up the ladder and worked in different areas. So the plan had always been to be an entrepreneur. It's just that after actually seeing these different roles at work, I was able to put it together and the vision became clear. Okay, you do have the skills. You were a CNA, a CMT, an LPN, an RN, an assistant director of nursing, a director of nursing, then used your skills in home health care, also in acute care, all kinds of acute care settings. So you had to get the skills first to become a legal nurse consulting. And I was wondering, why am I able to work in all these different capacities? And in the end, it was so that I would have the skills necessary to work as a legal nurse consultant. 
So a lot of people who are thinking about becoming a legal nurse consultant or they've gone through the certification and they are one, a lot of them are worried about being able to do the job, being able to be successful and whatnot. So after, if you say typically a generic case, after assessing a problem and you notice a problem, you're working, you're, you're helping people, what do you do to diagnose and treat the problem that you assess? And what I'm trying to get at is I want nurses to see that they already have like the thought processes to help them guide them through that. But mm-hmm. tell me about like, how do you diagnose and treat problems that you assess? Like, how do you check to see that you're on the right track with the services that you're delivering and providing? So how I know that I'm on the right track is by taking cases and assignments or contracts that I have the specialty or expertise to solve the skills in. So say, for instance, a client called me up and asked me to review medical records for a pediatric case or an OB case. I've never worked in OB, so I know that I would not be able to assist that client with that case. However, what I would do is recommend another nurse that specialized in that area. So a legal nurse consultant is a specialty within a specialty. If you've worked in the field and you are confident about what you were doing in the field, then you will be able to assist, you do have the skills and you will be able to solve those problems. Thank you for that. Um, a couple of things I love about what you said is that, well, one, I say this to a lot to other people, but networking is everything. It's good to know your peers. It's good to know other people who do similar things to what you do so that you can send you know, one another work and you know you can make referrals. And if there's somebody else that you feel as though could be better served by someone else who has a different skill set, it's awesome that you have like a resource for people to recommend. And thank you for mentioning that. And also, I like how you said, you know, the need to be confident in your skills. I feel like sometimes nurses don't feel as confident in their skills as they should. And this affects, this impacts a lot of things. It can impact pricing. It can definitely impact what they decide to do beyond the typical bedside role. What would you say helped you to, I guess, I don't know if you can say, but what helped you to, I guess, gather or firm up your confidence or did you just wake up or are you just naturally confident in the skills that you have? That's fine if that's the case, but did anything help you get to the point where, yeah, you're confident in the skills that you could bring to us any situation or not any, you just said there's some situations you'd prefer to someone else, but yeah, I hope that makes sense. Go for it. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm sure. No, I did not wake up confident. You have to work hard. So The skills I did not have, I actually had to go to school and I had to go to work. So combining work and education, I was able to implement the skills that I learned in the field. And now they all make sense. It all had to come together. If I had not worked in the positions that I had in the past, if I had not gone to school, there's no way that I could do what I do today. No way at all. Awesome. Awesome. And um, to my listeners, we're going to link to Professor Carter's LinkedIn profile. And I invite you to take a look at her LinkedIn profile. She, I'm sure I haven't gone over there to look to see myself, but I'm sure she has listed her education where she went to school and possibly maybe this could be updated (laughs) if not. But 
um, just to take a look at her, I will also link to where you can find her online because I know a lot of the listeners, they are thinking about doing something else. A lot of them are thinking about local nurse consulting and they would be interested in knowing like what courses, what classes. You mentioned a degree that you have here. Did you take and some of the job roles that you took would be also interesting just for people to kind of follow a career path or your career path and maybe get inspiration as choices they might want to make. In any case, one of the things that I personally know that I was born to do that I sort of woke up knowing is that I'm here to fight obscurity and to help people get seen and no one wakes up knowing about business, marketing and sales. We definitely have had to learn stuff related to that. So I like to talk about actionable tips. Like how do people generally find you in order to work with you? What do you do to attract new clients? So in the past, most of my clients were referred. Uh, They were referred by people that knew that I was a legal nurse consultant. And over the years, I've actually retained those very same clients. So I've been a legal nurse consultant for 13 years. And Usually, you only need anywhere from three to four clients to keep you busy if you're part-time and then maybe a little bit more when you become full-time. So they were referred and to this day, I've been able to retain those clients. Uh, Today now, though, if I was looking for a new client, I use LinkedIn. It's a fabulous tool. So I will send out an invitation to connect. And once the invitation is accepted, we sort of go from there. And so for my listeners, I'd like to unpack some of what Professor Carter shared, specifically that referrals was how she initially grew her business and also noticed that she knew how many clients that she needed in order to support her business. So as we're starting our business or we're making our business goals, it's always good to know how many clients you need in order to meet your financial goals. And then once you have that number in mind, then that can help you to determine like how many people you need to reach out to and conversations you need to have, uh, blah, blah, blah. Also, she mentioned that she got referrals from people who knew she was a legal nurse consultant. So a question that I love to ask my clients is if you had to bet your life on this statement, could you? And the statement would be, does your entire professional network know about the problem that you solve? Can you bet your life on that statement? And if you can't, I have to say no, that you can't bet your life on that statement, then you may not be able to bet your business right on that statement. So just an encouragement to remind your professional and personal network about the problems that you solve. And also Professor Carter shared also retention. Customer service is everything. And with when you have people that love you and they love the service that you give them and they stay with you forever and ever, you don't have to keep going out and finding new folks, right? So Professor Carter shared that retention and customer service is huge and of course over delivering. And she said if she had to get new customers, she would use LinkedIn. So I enjoy LinkedIn. It's a place where people are already in the business of they're already in the frame of mind of looking of business, right? It's not like Facebook where you kind of have to warm people up into a conversation that's not related to cat videos. But on LinkedIn, they're already there with that in mind. And so what she does is she sends um, out an invite and connects and has a conversation. And what to talk about, that maybe could be a different subject, but everything starts with a conversation of curiosity, of being curious about what problems that they have and how you can serve them and, and such. So Continuing on that topic of like best practices related to business, Professor Carter, do you mind sharing about like great collaborations that you've had? I always say that 
Apple partners with Nike. Microsoft has partnered with school systems from elementary schools into colleges. And once people get on their job, these people grew up with their products in their elementary school. So yeah, once they're on the job, sure, they want to continue. So what collaborations have been beneficial to your business? Well, this year has been a really good year. So collaborating with you for one, (laughs) for two, I've met another, well, let's see, I'll start from the services and how the services have improved through collaboration. So the legal nurse consulting field, as you said, many nurses are interested in that. So I've created online courses at pedagogyeducation.com. And so that's one collaboration, pedagogy education. You can find online legal nurse consulting CEUs that I've created for aspiring legal nurse consultants. I also have collaborated with my local Black Nurses Association to perform workshops, legal nurse consulting workshops quarterly for that organization, any aspiring legal nurse consultants in that organization. Awesome. Awesome. So you're, you're full of gems, Professor Carter. <laughs> Everything that you say, I feel like could be like a separate podcast episode. So to break down what you just mentioned now, when it comes to lead generation, I love local going local. And please notice that Professor Carter said that she partnered with a local association. So if you are in healthcare, you are in a jackpot. There are literally dozens and dozens of different types of conferences and associations that meet every single week. And all of them need guest experts to come in and give their members something. So their members are paying an annual or monthly fee to an association. And the association in terms needs to give value to these people who are paying them. And the association, they're limited of resources, right? They are. And so if you raise your hand and say, hey, I will come in and teach your members about XYZ, you will get more yeses than you think you might get. And I just did a campaign for a client where we are getting her into local associations and they're used to it. The the conversation can literally look like, hello, name of association or not name of association, hello, whatever, you know, your contact's name is, or just hello. What is the process for becoming a speaker to your group? That's it. They get those all the time. They'll have a thing that they send you. They'll tell you what the process is. They'll tell you the thing. So in any case, Professor Carter shared that's what she's done and that generates leads for her business, right? And she also said that she had a collaboration with Pedagogy. Is that the title? Correct. Okay. Where she's producing online courses and this platform, if I know correctly, it's almost like an Amazon for CEUs, right? Correct. Okay. So listeners, there are different places where people are already used to going to a place and spending money. You don't have to teach them to pull out their credit card and spend money. They're already used to going to their Amazon or going to pedagogy or going to any number, Shopify, Etsy, any number of places. They're used to going there and giving their money for a service. And you can just simply position yourself there. So thank you so much (laughs) for being transparent about that, Professor Carter, and sharing about your collaborations. Absolutely. Can you mind sharing with like how you found out about pedagogy and what made you think to reach out to your local nursing association? Oh, sure. So in passing, I collaborated with the local Black Nurses Association and the pedagogy came after writing a book with a group of nurses that were entrepreneurs 
So we were invited to start writing online classes after the book was written. And so the book is also on my LinkedIn page as case studies. So in the book, you would find 10 nurses that collaborated to write a book discussing how they became business owners and the different types of businesses that they started. So once you position yourself as an author, as an educator, as a consultant, the invites will follow just like this invitation came. Awesome. So again, listeners, please note that invitations, a lot of people, there's a phrase, I want an invitation to a table, or some people are waiting for invitations to the table. Well, thanks to the internet, (laughs) thanks to the internet now and self-publishing, there's no need to wait for an invitation to the table to become a writer, to become a speaker. Uh, You can choose to self-publish your own book. You can choose to start writing. You can choose to be a speaker and reach out to your local associations and say, hey, you know, what's your process for having guest experts come in? One can choose to do that. And I love that Professor Carter shared that collaborations come out of collaborations, right? They just birth more collaborations. So where can people find you and learn more about your story and what you offer? Yeah. Where can people keep in touch with you? So I can be found on LinkedIn. You simply type in my name, R-E-N-A-L-D-A is the first name, C-A-R-T-E-R. And then my page will pop up. What's new on the LinkedIn page would be the mentoring program for aspiring legal nurse consultants. So I also offer the mentoring program. Even after they've taken the online course, they still sometimes might have a question about, okay, I'm actually in a case right now and I'm nervous and can I call you? And the answer is yes. So they can call me, you can message me on LinkedIn and we can start there. So we'll start that conversation and then we'll exchange numbers. And then if you need help, I've had several people do this, call me up and just kind of let me know what's going on. And we can talk about how I can help you get through that case. Awesome. Awesome. So this is gold. And I hope you guys recognize that as such. My job is filled with nurses that have LNC behind their name and they're still working their full-time nursing job for a lot of reasons. And we won't unpack all of those there, but some of the hesitancy or worry that folks have when they're trying something new, you know, will I have a mentor? You know, who do I turn to if I have questions? Once I have the certification, now what? Well, you just have a resource here and we'll have links to everything. And thank you so much, Professor Carter. I look forward to staying in touch with you. Thank you, Amelia. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to hearing from you.